Welcome to Budding Interests. The CBD and cannabinoid revolution is here, and we're bringing you a front row seat to the action. Join us each week as we bring you insider information for the biggest movers and shakers in the cannabis industry. I'm your host, Zev Barnett. For the past five years, I have traveled around the globe speaking on panels and rubbing shoulders with top policymakers, medical professionals, and pioneers in the field. I'll be providing high-level commentary and conversations with many of those folks I've had the pleasure of learning from as I grew my fledgling CBD company into a global business innovator. And I'm your co-host, Chad Nell. I'm brand new to the industry, and I'll be serving as the everyman in these discussions. I'll be testing the notion that there are no stupid questions. This is a very exciting time for the cannabis as medicine movement, and we know how easy it can be to get confused by the seemingly never-ending flow of information. We'll keep you up to date with the latest research, data, and news happening everywhere from Australia to South America to the United States and all points in between. So join us here on Budding Interests. The revolution has begun. Welcome to another episode of Budding Interests. I am your co-host, Chad Nell, and with me, as always, is our illustrious host, Zev Barnett. Zev, welcome to the program again. Thank you, Chad. Good morning, or I guess we're rolling into afternoon right now. But uh, The days turn into one another, and I don't know if it's day, night, Monday, or Friday these days. Uh, Things are happening very, very fast here in the CBD and cannabinoid industry. And again, we are going to be joined by a very interesting guest. Uh, His name is Len May. Len is a certified medical cannabis specialist with 25 years of cannabis-related experience. He was the president of the Cannabis Action Network and a lifetime board member of the California Cannabis Association, as well as the Association of Cannabis Specialists. He has an endocannabinoid formulation specialist certification from the Institute of the Advancement of Integrative Medicine. He is an accomplished speaker, having presented on these topics on some of the world's most prestigious stages in his mission to help educate the population about the healing powers of personalized of cannabis. And last but not least, he is currently the CEO and co-founder of Endocana Health, a bioscience technology company and the parent company of EndoDNA. Wow. Why is he so lazy? That's my question. So without further ado, we would like to go ahead and welcome Len May. Great to have you here, Len. Thanks, Ed. In uh, two years of uh, looking at screen, I think the last time we were together was at a uh, science conference in Polanco, Mexico City. Yeah, the, this this time with uh, COVID seems like it's like 10 years Everything yes. goes through, or or it's like six months. You're not really sure. Like the time is irrelevant these days. It's a time warp. <laughs> Did you guys meet on the speaking circuit? Is that how you guys connected in the first place? I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah, we, were... we, we met. Like I knew uh, I knew of Zev and I knew of Maven, but we never really met. And I think uh, you're right. We met at that science conference in Mexico, in Mexico City. And we were at uh, a hospital conference with uh, doctors and pharmaceutical people which was exciting and interesting yeah Yeah. and it's been a time warp because it feels like no time has passed and nothing changed and 
a million other things did change at a different time. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Collateral. Well, Len's been extremely busy. Yes. Throughout the last yes. throughout the last year, and I know that you wanted to speak about the personalization of cannabis. Is that yeah, the- yeah, absolutely. Because I don't even know what that means. Well, so. We are, I think we're, we're, we're both after very similar goals, trying to figure out how to help people the best. And everybody, everybody is unique. That's it, it's true, but you know, it, it may sound selfish in a way, but the, the whole goal for me was to help me. That was what, how I basically started because, uh, you know, I was diagnosed with ADD when I was uh, a teen. And I, I never had the hyperactive stuff, but it would be, I would be sitting in class and I had all these different thoughts of popping into my head and the teacher mm-hmm. would call me and I'd be somewhere else. I, mm-hmm. I actually did fairly well in school, but like this, these thoughts started popping in my head and I, it was hard for me to concentrate. So my parents decided to take me to a doctor and they said ADD and gave me medication and man, that shit really sucked. It, it actually makes you lose any sense of self if uh, if that means anything like uh you have very little connection to your emotional self you can function and it allows you to kind of focus but that feeling of uh, any emotion just goes away you become kind of numb to the world and i was lucky wow. enough <clears throat> i was hanging out with these older kids and i st- i was dabbling in cigarette uh, cigarettes because that's the cool thing to do you smoke cigarettes sure. with your uh, with your boys and all that stuff it's like hey you want to smoke and it was before class i'm like yeah sure i go in the woods and hey guys and they have one cigarette which i thought was kind of odd if it, yeah, but i mean you know whatever somebody got a cigarette and they have one cigarette and they pass around a cigarette and we all take a, a drag of it and when it came to me i took a drag of that cigarette i'm like and i sort of cough and i'm like that did not taste like cigarette. They're laughing at me. So they they stuffed <laughs> weed, they stuffed weed in the cigarette. And I was like, oh, all right, I get it. And I wasn't sure what high feels like at that point. So I went back to class and all of a sudden, like the windows in my head started slowing down. Now like I could focus. So I'm like, wait, this stuff works for me. And plus, you know, then I got into weed and all my friends and we all would hang out, but I never told anybody that I'm actually using it because it actually helps me slow down my, my brain a little bit or helps me focus. So I never, we were just, you know, we would just smoke weed and go out and hang out. But for me, it was truly therapeutic. And the only time that I ever really started thinking about this as medicine was I was the, the president of Cannabis Action Network. So I held a rally at Independence Hall in Philadelphia. And this is where the Constitution, Declaration of Independence, uh, you know, all on hemp paper, by the way. And my keynote speaker was this lady named Elvi Masika. And she was one of the first people under the uh, NIDA program that got federally prescribed cannabis. And she was my keynote and she lit up her federal joint, the ones that had the metal tins with a USDA kind of sticker on it. And I was like, man, this is amazing. Federal land. She's smoking a joint. There's rangers there and they can't do anything. This is 1993, by the way. This is a very long time ago. Maybe that year before. Yeah, I'm old, right? So I'm like, wait, this is going to be legal. Look at this. She's smoking. And, you know, Pennsylvania legalized it only a couple of years ago. But when... In, in the morning, everybody crashed in my house. And in the morning, we got woken up to this noise. And I was dating this girl. She was uh, an artist. And she made me this sculpture. And it was sitting in my living room. And LV happened to walk into the sculpture and break it. And I was like, oh, man. But the reason why is because she had degenerative glaucoma. 
and she couldn't see. So she never saw the sculpture she was buying. And the only time that she could start seeing again, I mean, she still had the thick glasses, but when she consumed cannabis and I sat down with her and I could actually uh, have a conversation. She's like, yeah, this is really my medicine. Without this, I am completely blind. So then it kind of connected to me. I was like, wait a second. It works for me as medicine. It works for her as medicine. This is really medicine. And that sort of kind of started my whole journey into this uh, field of personalized th therapeutics. Amazing. That's, a, that's incredible to know that. You know, I have a personal history, too. It's from a big car accident, which was almost five years ago, because that was a traumatic experience. And in reality, I think I was prescribed seven different medicines from the from the neurologist and the orthopedist and everybody in it. I just... I took one because allegedly it was supposed to help with the headache from my concussion. And after a few weeks, gave up because it wasn't helping and switched to only CBD and, and occasional cannabis use. So mm -hmm. I get I totally I'm with you on that. I, I think that we're in like because of uh, all the legalities and lack thereof, you have all, you know, CBD and THC and very little research being done, but people don't really talk about their personalized experiences. Like some people say, for, for instance, uh, I'm an ultra rapid metabolizer of CBD, but I'm an intermediate metabolizer of THC. So you have Methodist consumption, you have what's personalized to you. So I need to take at least double whatever the suggested dose uh, for me to metabolize and have an effect. Otherwise, I create expensive urine and I just pee that stuff out. So being able to find what really works for you personally and uh, is really important. It's not just CBD. It's minor cannabinoids that support that. It's a terpene profiles. And now with more research coming out, we're still stifled. Well, with more research coming out, we can start seeing patterns for people. So different people can consume different formulations for different things. And even within a day, depending on the outcome that you want to achieve, because if uh, if you have inflammatory conditions, some of those inflammatory conditions turn into diseases. And if you can kind of address those early on uh, while you're, you know, with, with uh, you know, CBD and other terpenes, you may be able to mitigate the expression of some of these conditions as well. So it re really becomes... A, a whole new science that that I know a lot of scientists and a lot of researchers and doctors are approaching this around the world. But you know, starting out with genetics, and that's what we do. Starting out with that as your blueprint, and understanding sort of the pitfalls of where you go and what you want to avoid and what you want to take more of. At least we'll start creating uh, more personalized protocols. And the, the goal is to avoid those adverse events. I'm sure you know people that consume cannabis are like, oh my God, no, you know, it creates a lot of anxiety for me, or mm -hmm. it makes me depressed, or it doesn't really work for me in this way. Well, it's not a one size fits all. And this is the antithesis of what Big Pharma uh, was trying to do and is trying to do because they give you a pill. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like I just, uh, you know, I just had COVID and I was talking to a doctor and he's like, oh, you know, you should take this and the Z pack. I'm like, well, isn't it a virus? Why would I take a Z pack? And why is it one size fits all? It makes no, no sense. So I didn't, I didn't take any of that kind of stuff, but it, it really is. We're in verge of really truly personalized therapeutics across the board with everything, with your nutrition, with your supplements, and and with your uh, phytocannabinoids. 
So, Len, I'm admittedly new to the industry. Zev here is uh, an expert. He's been around uh, since the beginning of the CBD revolution, it feels like. Since the beginning um, of I, time. But I am new, <laughs> like it. And, and this is fascinating <laughs> to me in that, uh, you know, again, with cannabis, I've, I've used it a long time, but I was very much an everyman with that. I wasn't looking to um, make any compounds or anything like that for any specific thing that was going on with inside of me. How, so you're saying that this is done with just a, a, a simple DNA test that you provide for, for folks? Is, how does this work? Yeah, well, I think it's important to establish what is this endocannabinoid system anyway, and why do we need phytocannabinoids in the first place? And then how are they personal and where your DNA uh, uh, plays a role. So the, the endocannabinoid system, think about it this way. It's a primary modulating regulatory system. And the way that it regulates other systems within our bodies is by producing its own endogenous endocannabinoids. So think about it this way. It's like salmon swimming upstream. It gets signals from all your other systems. And it sends those signals back up through the central nervous system to the brain. And a lot of it comes out of the amygdala part of the brain. And what uh, the endocannabinoid system does, it sends out your endogenous endocannabinoids. So let's give an example of a stressful event. Let's say uh, that you're trying, you're crossing the street and all of a sudden a car kind of cuts you off and it almost hits you. So you have this, all these stress hormones are pumped into your bloodstream. You have uh, adrenaline you have dopamine, you have norepinephrine, you have cortisol, all these are pumped into your bloodstream. But then, you know, your fight or flight, you realize there's no lion chasing in the jungle and your body has to get back to normal, which is homeostasis. And the way that it starts doing that, it starts to release endogenous endocannabinoids. The first one is anandamide. The word anand means bliss. And that comes out of your uh, amygdala part of your brain. And then the second one is 2-AG, and that uh, more regulates your immune digestive systems, among other things. So we have these endogenous endocannabinoids that we produce. But the challenge is that some people produce less and some people metabolize these things faster. Like, for example, there is a gene, and I'll, I'll get back to the DNA question. There is a gene called FA, uh, fatty acid amide hydrolase, that produces an enzyme that breaks down anandamide. So think of FA as like sort of Pac-Man eating anandamide ghosts. So the more FA that you produce, the less anandamide. So if you are producing less anandamide, you're much more prone to these stressful chemicals remaining in your bloodstream. And if that's the case, your immune system, your pH level may be lowered. Your immune system may actually create a cytokine, which is an overactive immune response. And what we'll feel is inflammation and pain. It usually starts in your joints. But if you have predispositions to gut health issues, that stuff can move into your gut health and irritate IBD, et cetera. So this is knowing your DNA, you can have sort of a blueprint of things that you may want to consume. The good news is, that we have this plant in nature. It's the only plant that we found so far that has phytocannabinoids, which bind to our receptors and release our endogenous endocannabinoids. So THC, when that binds to your CB1 receptor, that's mostly located in your, in your brain, your central nervous system, et cetera, it releases anandamide. So now you can subsidize for what you're missing. 
And uh, when you're consuming CBD, it actually has an affinity for the CB2 receptor, which is all around your body, your immune, your digestive system, and that helps to subsidize because it releases 2-AG. And the terpenes that go along with that, think of it as sort of a concert, right? You have all these different instruments, and if one of them is playing out of tune or you don't have uh, the instruments, you'll feel that. So you need those terpene profiles to be able to help with the effect. And they work in concert with the cannabinoids. So that yes. that's sort of the baseline of that. And how what a DNA test does, and yeah, it's it's basically a simple swab. It's a buckle swab, like a, a big Q-tip. You would swab the inside of your cheek. Uh, mm-hmm. You would put it back in the, the tube that it came with. It has a reagent that suspends your DNA. You register it because we're fully HIPAA compliant and GDPR compliant. And then you would send it to the lab. And what we'll do is we'll sequence your DNA and provide you a report in your portal that shows all your genetic predispositions associated with different symptomatic conditions, like not about cannabis per se, but about anxiety, uh, sleep, inflammation, other sort of conditions, what people consume phytocannabinoids for. And then we show you a ratio of uh, cannabinoids and terpenes that may be more aligned to you. So you can have a much more personalized experience with that. And that goes all the way down to specific products. Uh, Not only do we have formulations that we've got feedback on, but also we can take a a C of A from Maven and go through the products that uh, you produce and give you a, a consumer what the percentage match that product has to their genetic predispositions. Uh, the second part of that is drug interaction. Some people are, a lot of people are not aware that when you take in prescription medications or even supplements, some of them can interact with your cannabinoid use and CBD. So we have uh, um, a way to be able to show people uh, their interaction between polypharmacy, et cetera. And the third part of that is dosing, which is really, really important. As I mentioned, you know, ultra rapid metabolizer, poor metabolizer, dosing is really important and method of consumption. Because if you're consuming cannabis orally through your first pass, your liver will convert uh, some of those to different substances. So you have to be aware the method of consumption is really important. So that's what we do is to really create a much more personalized experience starting with your DNA. Amazing. And that's why full spectrum products are very intriguing. Yeah, absolutely. So. You, need, uh, you need the full plant, but you also need uh, to know that certain parts of that plant uh, create a, a different experience. Like uh, right. your audience, I'm sure is aware, you know, we talk and we're, we are talking to hemp, but I'm just talking about the whole plant itself. You know, people talk about indicas and sativas and all this stuff. We need to create a different nomenclature because really there's no such thing anymore. It's right. the terpene profiles. Right. right. The minor cannabinoids. Right out, right out. Breed. Yeah. We, we bred all those out and you're absolutely correct. And then being able to create formulations that have the minor cannabinoids, the terpene profiles, it really creates a full spectrum product as you were saying, Zev, but also things that you may want to take during the day or the terpene profile that is, uh, that is more during the day that may give you a little bit of lift, like pinene, et cetera. Maybe you don't want to consume that at night that may that you you want something a little more calming. Well, linalool or mercine, exactly. Like those kind of terpene profiles by themselves, they have a different effect 
But when you combine them with cannabinoids, now they have more of a sedative effect. And we talk about those indicas. If you really look at those sort of land race indicas that came out, they're really heavy in those myrcenes and those terpenolines, et cetera. And you can actually smell that in the cannabis itself. It smells skunky and diesely. Well, that's due to the, the myrcene. And if you think about the, the other sativa land races or sativa dominants, they smell different. They have a little bit of a citrusy, fruitier smell or a piney smell, depending on what that is. And that's the limony and that's the piney. So, you know, there is a there is a science to this stuff. Uh, and even the uh, old heads, you know, they're like, I don't need anything. I can smell it. I know exactly what's in it. That's that's <laughs> I, I, I lost that sense right now with COVID. But uh, I, I, used to, I remember going to San Francisco, going to the dispensary and I was asking these people to see their menu. They showed me the menu. I said, where are the terpene profiles? I was like, yeah, we don't test for terpenes. I said, uh, is there a way that I can smell it? Like, yeah, sure. So the guy brought me a thing and, you know, this is back before COVID and all that stuff because now you can't touch anything, but I would smell it. And I'm like, oh, this smells like it has linalool and this has uh, terpenoline in it. And and he goes, how do you know that? I'm like, (laughs) the nose knows, brother, the nose knows. (laughs) And and, and then he brought other people. He's like, look, uh, and they were testing me. And I'm like, what do you, what do you think? Here, you smell it. He goes, oh, well, I, I don't really know. I'm like, well, that's the thing. You guys don't have your test results. You don't test for that stuff and you don't really smell. So how are you going to really guide people in their experience? But uh, we, that's why, you know, a test like endoDNA can help sort of, uh, I don't want to say circumvent that, but guide people in a much more, uh, in a better experience where they'd be more educated, I guess, to what is more aligned with them. And they can go into a dispensary and ask for those kind of products. So actually, that's a good question that just popped into my brain about this. Let's say someone did the, the, the created the file with you, which I have done. And yeah. which actually, we, were, we, we should go over it another time. Uh, we can do that as a follow-up. Sure. But if you have that information and you walk into a dispensary, where do you start, right? Because once again, you really need to be looking at a certificate of analysis on the product, right? To try to match anything, correct? Well, we have products <clears throat> that in our in our marketplace that uh, companies provide us certificates of analysis for. But let's say that you don't have that. No, I'm saying like if someone walked in right literally into their neighborhood dispensary. So you can you can go in and ask, can you guide me to products that are more one to one first? So maybe that's where you would start. And then from there, I think almost all states mandate testing and it's a, it's an issue when 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 brands don't test for terpenes, you're only getting 50% of the information. Sure. So you want to look at the terpene profiles. And if you actually know the primary and secondary terpene of the product, uh, then you're right there. If you don't, at the very least, you can kind of know what the ratio of cannabinoids are. You know, some people are very, very sensitive to THC and they have, you know, some adverse events from consuming THC. So being able to use an antagonist like CBD with that, it'll help to mitigate the expression of that uh, stress reactivity, et cetera. So understanding even the basics of that saying, you know, when people talk to me about, oh no, you know, uh, you know, cannabis really, I can't consume cannabis. It makes me really, really anxious. The first thing I asked, well, what do you consume? Like, well, I don't know. 
Well, the first thing you should really know what you're putting in your body. Like you wouldn't say that about, you know, supplements. You wouldn't say that about food. You want to know what you're putting in your body. So educate yourself and know what you're putting in your body first. And then when you start understanding your profile, that you are more prone to stress activity, you know, there's, there's sort of, there's a gene called COMT, C-O-M-T. They call it the warrior, warrior gene. So a lot of athletes that I, that we work with or veterans, they're what is, you would say like type A, they, they're really more on the warrior side. Mm-hmm. And then the some, but I had a conversation with uh, this football player and he was saying, when there's 300 pound linemen running at me, I'm in my zone. It's like quiet and peaceful. I know exactly what I need to do. There's no stress. I don't even think about it. When I'm home alone and it's a beautiful day in LA and the window is open, the sun, the birds are chirping and I'm consuming cannabis, my heart starts racing really fast. I start getting anxiety and all that stuff. Like interesting, isn't that interesting that you can have a stressful event that's supposed to be stressful for a lot of us, but when you're consuming cannabis, you're getting that stress reactivity. What is causing that? So being able to look at your genetics and understand that you may be on on the warrior side, but when you're consuming something that's giving you that boost of uh, dopamine and adrenaline, it's too much because THC is a vasodilator anyway. So when you consume it, your blood vessels dilate, your heart pumps faster. So you and I smoke a joint and we'll both have some our heart palpitation. It's normal. It's a side effect. It'll go away. But if one of us has a predisposition to stress reactivity, now you can start feeling some level of anxiety. And if you mix that with a predisposition to PTSD, now your mind can say, oh, shit, I remember this happened to me two years ago. And you're like, oh, now you heighten that level of anxiety because your brain is really powerful to do that. And you have another one, which is fear extinction. Every single time, like Zeb was talking about his accident, every single time that we have an event that creates fear or uh, you know that, that fear memory, our brain wants to conserve energy. So it takes that feeling that we had a fear, oh my God, I got an accident, it was crazy, and it puts it down in your subconscious because that's what the brain does. However, if you have that slow rate of fear extinction and you have a stressful event, it can actually pull that up in the moment. And now not only you're in the moment having a stressful event, but like, oh shit, I remember what it felt like when I had my accident or when I fell off my bike when I was nine years old. And people start creating, uh, developing panic attacks. Mm-hmm. Those are things that are really uh, that we need to be aware of because cannabis is safe. CBD is safe. But still, if you have a personalized experience that is more aligned with you, it'll be, you want to mitigate your possible adverse event. That way you can have a much more positive experience. And these are the, these are the kind of pitfalls you can walk through. The analogy that I use is sort of your ways, your GPS, right? So you take your, you go in your GPS and it tells you, oh, there's a traffic jam over here. There's an accident over here. You may want to take this road. This is a better road to take. Now, it doesn't guarantee there's not going to be a pothole along the way. And what does Waze do? It asks you, is the pothole still there? Thumb up. Mm-hmm. That's the way we learn from the user experience. So we have uh, user-reported outcome, patient-reported outcome, so surveys and stuff. And we have a biometric device as well, like one that I'm wearing right now. So 
not only can we take a Maven formulation and suggest it to somebody, but we can actually track the efficacy of how that's really working for the person. And not only the efficacy of like, I'm, I feel better, I'm sleeping better, but we can track real PPG data. So what is your oxygen level? What is your heart rate variability? Not only how long you slept, but what is the quality of sleep? All these different things come back to us, to the cloud. We use machine learning to get better and better. And then we can develop archetypes that are specific that I know exactly what is more aligned with me. And I know things I need to avoid. And that goes into nutrition. That goes into supplementation. Like we can tell you that somebody has a predisposition to iron deficiency or magnesium deficiency. Maybe you can supplement for that. So these are all the different things. And as we move into Q1 of next year, we're looking at full genome sequencing. Once we do full genome sequencing, we can provide a full experience for individuals on everything they consume. And with that feedback loop, it gets better and better and really truly get, gets personalized. That is remarkable. I mean, wow. And for anybody who wanted to learn more about the endodna or if i wanted to get my own profile where does one go to start this process yeah so you can go to endodna.com uh and uh, our our kit is a full swab as i described but if you have already taken your 23me or you've taken your ancestry.com i think there's a 40 million or so people that have taken some sort of dna test if that's the case you don't have to swab you can just take the raw da- data that you already own and you can upload it to EndoDNA and you'll get a report instantaneously within 30 seconds or less. Wow. So I'm going to put that in the show notes, the EndoDNA.com website, but in case anybody's driving or at the office and doesn't look at the show notes, it is EndoDNA.com. And I know that you wanted to speak about one other topic uh, about his charity. Oh yeah. If we could do it. Let's hear about this the veteran outreach that you're doing. Yeah, so we're uh, we're doing an uh, an auction right now on Charity Buzz, CharityBuzz.com, and we're doing an auction for uh, to benefit U.S. Vets. U.S. Vets is an organization that helps uh, veterans uh, who are homeless or are down on their luck to get back in the in the homes and get fed and you know these people sacrificed a lot for our country and for us and we want to see what we can do to help as much as possible it's a great organization 100 of the proceeds of the auction are going to u.s vets uh, organization and uh, we're auctioning off right now a personalized endo dna test uh me actually going over the results uh a personalized product and a autographed uh, copy of my book called Making Cannabis Personal. So uh, that's going on right how, now. How, how long is the auction going on for? When does it it's be? going up uh, through, it's going through Christmas, through the holidays, and up until uh, before the uh, first of the year. Well, we'll just have to make sure that we get this up, uploaded and posted before, uh, before that time so people can take advantage of that. Okay, great. Wonderful. Great. Well, thank you, Len. Thank you for for uh, probably answering a lot of questions and and making a lot more for, for our <laughs> listeners. Yeah. So, no, this is fascinating yeah. to me. I want to get on. I'm very curious what my DNA will say and to learn more about what could be benefiting, and then just as importantly, what might not be doing 
what it's supposed to for me that I think already is because I, I don't know. And I don't think most people know. So this is fantastic. He even has a license plate. That says <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a true story. Um, <laughs> I, I think, I think, I think what Seth, what you said, I, I think that would be very valuable for your listeners uh, going over your results and sharing the screen and kind of going through and answering questions because Based on the questions that you ask, I am sure a lot of people in the audience will have very similar questions. And when you have a personal relationship to that, I think people connect to it a lot more. Why so. don't we schedule a, a follow-up to this in Let's January? Do Let's we'll, do it. We'll go through it. Okay. All right. You heard it here Sounds first, good. folks. We have a, a, a January showdown with Zev against his DNA. Lend <laughs> May officiating. I can't wait for this. Len, thank you so much for taking the time. We know you're very, very busy with all the work that you're yes. doing. We really appreciate your time taking um, a moment with us here on Budding Interests and and filling in our audience on all the great stuff that you are up nah, to. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate the opportunity to share. So thank you. Fantastic. All the best. You too. We'd like to thank Len May for taking the time to join us on today's program. And to learn more about personalized cannabis and get your DNA profile, go to www.endodna.com. Now, all budding interest listeners get 25% off both the full EndoDNA test and raw data uploads. All you have to do is enter Maven25 at checkout or simply click on the link in the podcast description. Now, also in the podcast description, you're going to find links to Len's charity auction supporting U.S. vets and their mission to end veteran homelessness in the United States. There, you can bid on getting your DNA results personally analyzed by Len. Finally, in the description, you'll find links to Len's book, Making Cannabis Personal, his podcast entitled Everything is Personal, and his social media channels. Thank you so much for joining us today for another episode of Budding Interests. The CBD and cannabinoid revolution is here, and we're bringing you a front row seat to all the action. We'll see you next time.